If you have your Bibles uh, this morning, while well, stand with us as we read God's Word. I'm just going to read a few verses here and slow it down this morning because this is very important to what the Bible is saying this morning in the book of Galatians chapter 1. And I want to begin reading there at verse 10. And I know there's no way this morning and the time allowed that we can preach all this, but I want to just bring out a few points this morning that might help us. In verse 10 in chapter 1 of Galatians, the Bible says, "...that ye may walk or live worthy of the Lord unto all pleasing." Being fruitful in every good work and increasing, increasing in the knowledge of God, strengthening with all might according to his glorious power, unto all patient, long suffering with joyfulness, giving thanks unto the Father which hath made us meet or worthy to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light, who, in verse 13, who hath delivered us from the power of darkness and hath translated us, and hath translated us unto the kingdom of his dear Son, whom we have redemption through his blood, even the forgiveness of sins. Amen. Now, I said at the beginning of the service this morning, these altars is open. They're always open when we open these services doors is open these altars is open and just because somebody's singing or i'm preaching or tony's teaching or whoever's doing whatever we don't want that to stop you if you feel a need to pray to come and pray because that's what we're here for amen Amen. that's what we're here for is to help you and uh to search the lord now paul was writing here to the church at galatia and in verse 3 there, he said, We give thanks to God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, praying always for you. Now, who was he writing to? He was writing to the church at that time at Galatia, but it was recorded and he was writing into every church that's in the world today. It's for us today. And so as I read on through there, and I came to verse 2, and that I wanted to get a thought or two out of verse 10, I mean. It said that ye might walk worthy of the Lord unto all pleasing, being fruitful in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God. Now that right verse right there can say a whole lot if we listen to it. Paul was saying to them, and he done said he was praying that they would grow in these things. In verse 10, he was talking about the church. He was talking about the Christians. And he said that ye may walk worthy. And that word walk translated means that you may live a life worthy of the Lord. Now how many of us this morning feels like that we are worthy of God's blessings? How many of us feel like that through what we've done that we're worthy of even to be a child of God. How many of us feel like this morning that the work that we do for the Lord, preaching, teaching, whatever it is, how many of you thinks that that makes us worthy of what God has done for us? But Paul told the church there, and he's telling us today, that we need to live a Christian life that we may... Uh, pray for spiritual wisdom 
and spiritual knowledge. Amen? And so he said, and if we do that, then he said that ye, ye might, ye might live worthy of the Lord and to all pleasing Him. Now what pleases the Lord more than anything else for a Christian to do? Being obedient is a number one question mark, number one answer there, because he said over the book of Samuel, where Tony's at the morning, uh, he said in the book of Samuel, obedience, uh, he wanted obedience more than he wanted sacrifice. So if you want to live, and he said if you want to be pleasing unto God there in verse 10, uh, he said that you walk worthy of the Lord unto all pleasing uh, being fruitful in every good work. Uh, so if you want to be blessed this morning, oh, yeah. all you've got to do is follow the Bible and do oh, what yeah. God's Word says to do. Amen. Amen A lot of people struggle in their salvation. You know why they struggle in it? Uh, because they want to do it their way and not God's way. Amen. Amen. They want to do it God's way and, and their way and not God's way. But here, Paul said, if you're worthy or feel like worthy, uh, uh, you know, that unto all pleasing unto God, uh, he said, and if we will do that and we do our best, uh, hey man, uh, be pleasing unto God. Uh, now, I said that at Mule Chapel on a preach down there here the other Sunday night. Uh, I didn't come to please people this morning. Hey man. I didn't come to please you this morning. Tony's talking about it. Uh, you don't ever hear sin preach much in churches anymore. Uh, uh, you don't really hear a whole lot of anything uh, but you, uh, except uh, and people trying to please people. Uh, it seems like we're living in a day, Tracy, that people... Uh, wants to please people, it don't matter about pleasing God uh, as long as they can please people uh, and make people feel good. Uh, well, I'm not a good, feel-good person. Uh, hey, man, I'm not a feel-good person. Uh, I'm about preaching the Word of God uh, and helping people find the way uh, to salvation. Hey, man. Uh, and so I'm not a man-pleaser. Uh, uh, Paul said one time, uh, he said, I can't be a man-pleaser uh, because he said, if I'm a man pleaser or a people pleaser, uh, I'm going to tell the people uh, what they want to hear, hey man, uh, not what they need to hear. Uh, if there's ever a time that we've lived, church, uh, it's this day we're living in uh, that we need to hear preachers behind the pulpit uh, uh, preaching that sin is still sin. Uh, hey man, and quit worrying about the pats on the back. Uh, Hey man, uh, if you need a pat on the back, all you got to do uh, is just be pleasing to God. Uh, hey man, and if there's any patting, let Him do it. Uh, hey man. Paul said if you get your life right with God, you walk with God, and you say, well, how do I know to walk with God? The instructions is right here uh, in the Word of God. Hey, man, uh, I hear people say all the time, Brother Dean, uh, well, I know what the Word of God says. Uh, I said, well, the Bible says to be a doer of the Word uh, and not a hearer of it. Uh, there's a lot of hearers today, uh, hey man, but when it comes right down to giving God their all, uh, there's very few little doers in the world today. God 
wants to see not spectators. And that's where we're at today in a lot of churches today and a lot of people today. Uh, oh, we go to church on Sunday. We, go to, we went to church Sunday. Uh, well, why did you go to church? Amen. Did you just go to be a spectator? Uh, to see what was going on, to hear all the gossip or whatever? Or did you go to get into the Word of God and the singing and the preaching and the teaching and just just worship God in spirit and in truth? Amen. I hear people say, well, boy, it takes a lot to get me fired up. Well, all it takes for me to get fired up is somebody preach me the Word of God. Amen. People say, boy, they certain songs really gets me fired up. Fired up? What does that mean, fired up? <laughs> Paul said to quench not the Spirit over the book of Thessalonians. Quench not the Spirit. What does that mean? It means if there's a fire burning, a spiritual fire, don't nobody put it out, amen. We were discussing over there the other night and somebody said at Bible study over there, why don't we have church like we used to? We was talking about the old times and memories. Y'all was there, who was there knows what we are talking about. And somebody brought us about the service we used to have and her moms and all and had their hair done up in buns, you know, and, and they'd get in the spirit. And, and we didn't have a nice church. We started out down in old Bloomington schoolhouse there, no electric. I had to use lanterns at night when we had church on the weekends. Uh, Amen, and no piano or nothing, uh, and, and we just sitting, uh, well, we had school at during the week, we sat there during the day, or the, when we went to church, uh, we sat in there, and I've seen mom and some of them older people, brother, they, I've seen them get in the spirit of God, and they'd get to dancing, hey man, and they'd get to dancing and shouting, uh, and the pins would fly out of their hair, and their hair would fall down their back, uh, and they'd knock chairs over a dancing in the spirit, you'd say, well, what in the world did they do that for? You see something like that happen today and it scare people to death. Amen? Oh, yeah. That's what they need to see, brother. That's what they need to see. <laughs> but it would scare people to death today. Oh, yeah. Us kids would run to the back and hunker up. <laughs> we didn't understand it. <laughs> we didn't understand it. We'd think our moms would went plumb off in the rocker, you know. No, we didn't think that. We know there was something happening. We didn't know what it was because we didn't have what they had. And then Paul went ahead and he said, Strengthen with all might according to His glorious power unto all patience, long-suffering with joyfulness. Uh, you know, there's a lot of people, it's not how we start out on this journey. Hey, Amen. It's not how we start out on this journey. It's how we finish this journey. There's been a lot of people started out, Brother Mark, on the journey, but the journey got long and the journey sort of got rough and they started looking back. Hey, man, when they were back in the world of serving the devil and just like Egypt was when Moses led them out and the first time they come into a little trouble and they led them out of slavery into freedom and quick as they got out of bondage, they got across the Red Well. When they got to the Red Sea, they looked back and seen the army come and they began to grumble and gripe about it. And then they got across the sea and it just 
grumble, grumble, grumble. Uh, and they started looking back where there's that slavery at and said, we're a lot better off there than we are here. Uh, Moses, you brought us out here to starve us to death. Uh, and they started looking back. Uh, and there's a lot of people today that started on the journey. Uh, amen. And because they run in uh, uh, to a little heartache, a little trouble, uh, they started looking back. Amen. Uh, back into the world. Amen. Where they came out of. Let me tell you, friend, God didn't promise us a rose garden, but He told us. He said, I died for your sins. He said, that wasn't an easy task. And God said, that was my son. And I gave him to you, to the world that was sinners. I gave my son, and He gave His life. You, uh, when you was yet sinners, uh, he died for you. Uh, and so, how do you run around griping uh, when he died to offer you uh, something that nobody can give you, uh, and that is eternal life? Uh, <laughs> I'm trying, brother Mark. I'm trying. <laughs> but did you ever think, you know, today we're living in a world today. Now let this sink in. We're living in a world today that people have forgot what God has done for them. People have forgot that Jesus Christ suffered, bled, and died on a cross so that you and I might have life. Well, it's hard. I've heard people say, well, it's hard to live a Christian life. That ain't even the Word of God. I'll tell you what the Word of God is. The Word of God says uh, the way of a transgressor is hard, uh, and there is joy in the Lord. Amen. Uh, and the reason people uh, has lost their joy is simply because uh, they have quit listening to the Word of God. Amen. They've given it up. They want to do what they want to do. Just a few minutes pleasure, you need to stop and think the next time you're looking for pleasure or sin. You need to think about it. It only outlasts for a little while. But this is what you really need to think about. What if you die? What if you die while you're that away and living that away? I can tell you what will happen. Hell's waiting for you. And Satan's sitting back laughing at you. Satan is laughing at America today. He's laughing at America. Why? Because he's drug people so far back, we have lost what we've gained for hundreds of years. We've lost it. They, they, they don't, they're not looking for the finish line. All is on people's mind today is free money, free living. I didn't get a hey man there, did I? And the devil's got people looking that away. He's got people looking that way, Brother Johnny. And he's took people's minds from where they used to be. He's took their minds to where we're at today. 
People are living in fear. People say, well, Lord, I don't know what we're going to do, what we're going to do. I remember back, Mark, before gas uh, uh, was about 75, 80 cents, and people's talking about it getting a dollar. I said, well, I'll tell you one thing. I said, gas ever goes up to a dollar, I'll just stay at home because I can't afford it. Uh, well, guess what? I lied because when it got to a dollar, uh, I just kept on driving. Hey, man. <laughs> And some of you did too. Of course, some of you don't remember when gas got to a dollar. People said, Lord, said gas is going up to three dollars back away. I'll just have to park my I'll just have to park my vehicle because I ain't driving. Every time I went to town, it seemed like there was a lot more traffic. It got up to three dollars and something, around four dollars. Seemed like the higher the gas got, the more traffic it was. Now, how many people lied during that time? Oh, yeah. Saying, if it gets that high, I'm just going to quit. Going to quit. People said, Lord, I'm telling you what, the grocery gets much higher. I don't know what I'm going to do. I can't afford them. Free money is what's got them so high. Amen. Amen. Exactly. What's got them so high. They're just handing out money like it's gold. And they've been doing it and people are expecting it now. That's why nobody that's why you see jobs everywhere help on it. Help on it. Well, if you're gonna get pay people not to work, they ain't gonna work. That didn't cost you nothing, church. Let's get back to the word. <laughs> It said in verse 12, it said, Giving thanks unto the Father, which hath made us meet or worthy to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in life. See what he said? Giving thanks unto the Father, which hath made us worthy. That word meet means worthy. To be part, are we part, are we worthy to be partakers of God's kingdom this morning? People wants to be, but they don't want to do nothing in order to have it. They don't want to go to church. A lot of people wants it. A lot of people wants to go to heaven. But a lot of people don't want to do nothing to get there. They just want a free ride. Well, I got news for you. There ain't no free rides. Not to heaven, they're not. If you get there, your president ain't going to get you there. Your governor ain't going to get you there. Your pastor ain't going to get you there. Your daddy and mama ain't going to get you there. If you get to heaven, you're going to get there on your own. Amen? If you're at the age of accountability, you may blame your mom and dad. A lot of these kids does today. Well, it's mom and dad's fault. They didn't give me what I wanted. They didn't buy me a new car like so-and-so down the road did. Shame on you children. There comes a time in her life that kids are supposed to take care of their parents. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Sad to say, there ain't too many of them will anymore. Amen. They'll stick them in a nursing home. Mm, boy, that didn't go well, did it? Uh-oh. Now, I know sometimes it, that's where you got to be at. But sometimes... Children could take care of them as long as they could before they had to take them to the nursing home. 
but they don't do it because they don't want to do it. They don't want to be bothered with them. I told my wife, I said, if I ever get down to where I'm a burden to people, I said, you just don't put me in a nursing home. I said, you just poison me or shoot me one. I'll leave a note you're saying. I'll leave a note you're saying. I'll leave a note saying, don't, don't put her in jail for doing it. I told her to do it. Why would I want, why would I want to just, I'm, I'm talking about my choice, which it's not my choice. That's up to God, you know. But I'm just saying what I'd rather do. And you've heard me say it before. And I'm not going to change my word. Uh, if I, when it, my, God's done with me and I'm ready to go, uh, I'd just soon to go right here in this pulpit of preaching the gospel. Uh, amen. I'd rather go here preaching the gospel, uh, laying at home or laying in the nursing home somewhere, a burden to everybody. Oh, yeah. Come on, brother. Why wouldn't I want to? I've worked, worked, worked for many, many years. I've sacrificed my children. I've sacrificed about everything that I used to, uh, used to have. I've sacrificed them, Brother Mark, uh, for the gospel of Jesus Christ uh, to one day get my eternal home. Amen. I brought my children up, my grandchildren up, uh, and I told them, uh, I told them, I said, number one thing uh, that I want to see before I die, uh, and that you children get in church and get saved. Amen. Uh, I have your parents say, well, I don't care where my children go uh, as long as they go to church. I used to say that, uh, but I've changed my mind. Uh, I do care where my family goes to church uh, because there's too many churches uh, that's of the devil today. Amen. There's too many churches uh, that's not hearing the truth today. I want my children to go where the Word of God is at. I don't want my children to go to church uh, where it's being told uh, what people want to be told. Uh, I want them told what they need to be told to get them to heaven. That's pretty good preaching. That's coming from Jesus. I ain't coming from me. And He said, Giving thanks unto the Father which hath made us worthy to be partakers of the inheritance. What is that inheritance? Eternal life. That's our inheritance. Of the saints in life. Who hath, listen to this, who hath delivered us from the power of darkness and hath translated us into the kingdom of His dear Son. I read that and I kept on reading and that stuck in my mind and I couldn't get it out of it. And I went back and I read it and I read it. Who had delivered us from the power of darkness? Who is that? Satan didn't deliver you from the power of darkness. This preacher didn't deliver you and no preacher delivered you from the power of darkness. Who delivered us from the power of darkness? Let me tell you, this ain't that song a while ago. Uh, I can't walk on the water. I can't stop the raging sea. I can't open blinded eyes. I can't make the cripple walk. Uh, I can't do any of these things this morning. Uh, 
but I can do one thing. Uh, I can tell you who can, amen. Uh, and his name is Jesus. Hallelujah. The one that died for you. I'm not doing anything for you except telling you the truth uh, and preaching you the truth this morning. Uh, that's all I'm qualified to do. Uh, that's all God's told me to do. I can't save you this morning. But I can tell you the one that can. The same one that saved me one day. Who had delivered us from the power of darkness? How many knows what that's saying? How many know the darkness that he's talking about? He's talking about when we were sinners, we walked in darkness. Amen. We walked in darkness. We didn't see the light. We walked in darkness. Think about this. I walked in darkness for a lot of years. Amen. Uh, chief among sinners, I was blinded uh, to Satan. Amen. And the Bible said that we all have sinned uh, and come short of the glory of God. Uh, and little John said, uh, if you say that you have no sin, uh, you're a liar and the truth ain't in you. Uh, but if you will confess your sins, uh, He is true and just to forgive you of your sins and cleanse you of all unrighteousness. We've all sinned. We've all sinned. And we all still sin. We're not perfect. But aren't you glad that that man calmed the storms in our life? That he's sitting at the right hand of the Father today and he's interceding for each one of us. I walked in darkness for a lot of years. I was looking for peace. I didn't find it in the pot. I didn't find it in the pills. I didn't find it in the bottle, bottom of a Jack Daniels. But I looked and I searched for years or something to satisfy, something that would give me peace. But it never was there. All that I found in them things was just more troubles. I used to say, well, I'm going to drink my problems away. There's no way you can drink your problems away. You try drinking your problems away, and you're just going to add to your problems. Amen, Brother Jerry? Just going to add to her problems. But one day, I met that man that could walk on the water. I met that man that calmed the storm in my life. I met that man who opened my blinded eyes. And he opened them. Hallelujah. He opened them. Why can't we worship God the way we used to? Whose fault is it? Look at somebody and tell them. It's our fault. It's our fault. It's our fault. They say, well, I go to church. They want you to be quiet. They don't want you to raise your hand. They don't want you to say, hey, man. They don't want to hear an old shout. They don't want you to hear an old music in their church. They just want you to come. We just go to our church, and we just sit there just quiet as a little mouth. We can't say nothing. Can I say something? If you're going to one of them churches, you're going to the wrong church. Amen. You're going to the wrong church. I want a church 
where God is no respecter of persons. I want a church just because I'm a pastor. I want a church. I want a church to be free and to feel free to worship God in their own way. Somebody asked me, so what kind of church you, you got, Brother Ralph? I said, what do you mean what kind of church I got? Well, what's a denomination? I said, well, I think those were brethren in Christ. I said, uh, but I said, I've got Methodists that's coming there. I've got Baptists coming here. I've got, I've had Pentecostals coming here. If all these denominations makes any difference to you, it don't to me. They ain't but one God. And, and I don't care what denomination you're from or what you claim to be. That denomination ain't going to get you to heaven. I don't care. I'll be with worship with Catholics. I do have, sometimes I do have them to come here. Been converted, you know. My brother-in-law told me one time I was in Indiana preaching. He said, Brother Ralph, he said, you'd preach to the Catholics if they'd let you. I said, you let them invite me and you'll see. <laughs> he walked up to me one night. I was up there at his church. He walked up to me and, and he reached me a quarter. And I looked at him. I said, what's this? He said, God just told me to give you this quarter. I said, who? He said, I'm not going to tell you who. And he walked on up there and he said, starts to walk off. He said, hey, he said, you're preaching tonight. I said, I am. He said, yeah. I said, well, thanks for telling me. And I did. I got up and preached. And after church was over, I told him, I said, Brother Lewis, I said, who gave you that quarter to give me? He said, your cousin, Booty. He said, he asked me when I come in, he said, he said, Brother Lewis, Pastor Lewis, he said, Ralph preached tonight. And Lewis said he'll preach for a quarter any time. <laughs> so he, he said, Booty, give me that quarter, and I give it to you and told you to preach. <laughs> I believe God's people ought to have more fun than anybody. I don't believe church ought to be a drag. I believe everything needs to be done decent and in order, as the Bible says. But I believe we ought to rejoice. We've got, the, what's the world got to rejoice about? What's the world got to rejoice about? Well, what's the church got to rejoice about? Well, why ain't we rejoicing about it? Man, why ain't we rejoicing about it? I don't say you got to be a loud mouth like me and Mark. I don't say that. But I say if you've got it in here, sooner or later, it's going to come out here. It's going to come out. If we live in the Spirit and walk in, we'll make it to heaven. Amen. We'll make it to heaven. Let me read this again. And then I'm fixing, to, I'm fixing to close here in a minute. It said, Who hath delivered us from the power of darkness and hath translated. I like that word translated. Have you been translated this morning? Have you been translated? You say, what do you mean translated? I mean, have you been changed from darkness into the light? Only God can translate you. Only God can translate you. He said, In whom we have redemption through His who is His? Through His blood, even the forgiveness of sin. There is no other way. I still preach that you've got to go to the cross. Amen. I still, but somebody said, well, what does that mean, redeemed? Uh, well, let me tell you what it means. It means you've been bought back from sin. Amen. You've been redeemed. Have you been redeemed? Uh, you remember we used to sing that song. Uh, I remember singing that song. Uh, 
We've been redeemed. Anybody remember that song? Uh, I've been redeemed in the blood of Jesus Christ. Amen. Uh, I still preach it takes the cross. Uh, not just the cross, but it takes the one uh, that was nailed to that cross. Uh, it takes the blood still uh, to wash away our sins. Amen. Uh, water won't wash them away. Uh, nothing will wash away our sins. Uh, I preach it still takes the blood uh, of Jesus Christ. Amen. 